All right, very good. Well, let me ask you this. How many of you need one of the, um, one of the cards tonight where we're interested in serving? Anybody need one of these cards this evening? If we can have the ushers grab a couple of those. All right, if you need one of the cards, we handed them out tonight or this morning to everybody, and uh, those were free. Tonight's are $5 each. Um, <laughs> Nehemiah Project, that's right, yeah. Uh, no, just kidding. They're free tonight too. But next time, no. Um, raise your hand if you need one. Raise your hand up so ushers can see. If anybody needs one right up here in front, on the right here, all right. Anybody else need them? Make sure we have enough for everybody tonight. Very good. Hope you have a pen or something to put a check mark on. If you don't have a pen, borrow it from your neighbor. Don't steal it. Don't steal it. We don't want to steal in church. Borrow it from your neighbor. All right. Anybody need a pen? We've got a very good gentleman right here has got a couple of pens if anybody needs a pen or so. Everybody, you know, everybody, you, sh- you shouldn't need a pen because I'm sure you came to church ready to take notes and everything, right? So you should already have your pen. That's, that's, I'm telling you, you guys are just, you guys are on the ball. Uh, I know. Very good. All right. Um, well, go ahead and take your Bibles tonight. Turn to the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians chapter four, Ephesians chapter four. In just a minute, we'll have um, some of our guys come up here. But um, Ephesians chapter 4, uh, of course, uh, again, our theme is taken from uh, the book of Ephesians this year, Ephesians 6.10, be strong in the Lord, or excuse me, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power uh, of his might. And uh, this year, we're going to be focusing on that word strong. And uh, whether that's strong in our personal walk with God, or whether that's uh, strong, having strong faith, uh, strong uh, moms, strong dads, uh, strong families, strong homes, strong church, and uh, that's really going to be our emphasis this year. But in Ephesians chapter 4, in verse number 11, it says, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers, and of course, we're not going to go into the, uh, the whole issue here on um, the apostles and prophets and things like that. Of course, we, we believe those, uh, those offices are no longer there. Uh, But he talks about the evangelists, and that would, of course, be uh, much like our missionaries today, uh, going out, uh, preaching the gospel, seeing people saved, starting churches. And he says, some pastors and teachers, and of course, this is for for the local church here. And then he says in verse number 12, what the purpose of these offices for. He says, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Now, we have to, again, to understand why... It's important that we serve, as we talked about this morning. Um, everybody ought to be involved in serving somewhere. Um, and sometimes that service may be something that goes unnoticed. It may be something that never nobody ever sees, but we know that, that God sees everything that we do. And the purpose of serving is not to be seen of men. The purpose of serving is to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. We're serving because of what he's done for us. And uh, when we think about the, the local church here, as Paul is writing to the church of Ephesus, um, he's talking about what is supposed to be done in the church. And I want you to notice the, the key, the goal here, uh, he starts in verse number 12 and he lists three different things, but the goal is not the first thing, the goal is not the second thing, the goal is the third thing, right? What is the goal? The goal is not perfecting the saints, the goal is not... Uh, for the work of the ministry, what is the goal? Come on, say it with me. What is the goal? The edifying of the body of Christ. 
right? The edifying of the body of Christ, that's the goal, okay? That's the purpose of it, to edify the body of Christ. The word edify means to build up, to strengthen. We're trying to strengthen, we're trying to encourage, we're trying to build up the body of Christ. Of course, that's the church. So he says, in order to edify the body of Christ, in order to reach the goal, something has to happen before that, right? There's two things that he says have to happen before the body of Christ is able to be edified. What is to happen first? What's the first thing he says? Wow, this is going to be a long night. I feel sorry for you guys up here that are going to be up here, right? What is the first thing he says in verse number 12? Perfecting of the saints. I mean, I tried to tell you, it's one, two, three, right? We started with three, going back to one. We're about ready to go to two in just a minute, okay? I'm just giving you a heads up here, right? So the first thing he says, in order to get to number three, the first thing he says we have to do is what? Perfect the saints. Perfect the saints. And that word perfect the saints just means to, to grow in maturity, right? We have to grow spiritually in our walk with, with the Lord. Uh, that's, again, that's one of the reasons why God has given the pastor to help the saints to be mature, to help them to grow in their walk with Jesus Christ, to, to challenge, to encourage, to, uh, to preach the word of God, to help Christians be able to mature in Christ, right? Because here's the thing, if the saints are not being perfected, guess what is not going to be edified? Come on, folks. Come on, right? If the saints are not going to be perfected, then what's not going to be edified? There we go. I'm going to get you one of these times. All right, come on. The body of Christ won't be edified if the saints are not perfected, right? That's why it's so important for every Christian to be growing in their walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why it's so important not just, well, it's not just the pastor's job to grow spiritually. It's not just the, the deacon's jobs or the leader's jobs to grow spiritually. No, no, no. It's every member's job to grow spiritually. Because if the saints are not perfected, what doesn't get edified? You're catching on. So now watch. In order to accomplish number three, the edification of the the body of Christ, the saints have to be perfected. But what also takes place? Once the saints are perfected, what's the second thing that happens? The work of the ministry. That's right. The work of the ministry. What is ministry? What does the word ministry mean? It means to serve. It means to serve, right? That's what we're talking about tonight, serving, finding a place to serve, finding a place to get, uh, to get involved and serve. Again, we're not serving so that we can be noticed. We're serving because we want to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. We're serving because we want the body of Christ to be edified. But the only way that I'm able to serve, the only way that I can serve right is if I'm being perfected as a saint, if I'm growing spiritually. When the believers are growing spiritually, then the work of the ministry, the work of serving, is going to be able to be accomplished. And then, what does that lead to? The third thing, the edifying of the body of Christ, right? Let me ask you a question. Be very serious about this. Do you believe that Jesus Christ wants the body of Christ to be edified? Now, hold on. I said this is a serious question. This is not a trick question. This is a serious question. Do you believe that Jesus Christ wants the body of Christ to be edified? Then where are you serving? Yes. 
Now, you can say yes, but if you're not serving, then do you really mean yes? Because the only way for the body of Christ to be edified is if the saints are being perfected for the work of the ministry, which leads to the edification of the body of Christ. We can say we want the body of Christ to be edified all we want, right? Do you want the body of Christ to be edified? Yep. But don't ask me to do anything. Then, friend, can I tell you, you really don't want the body of Christ to be edified. Again, I said this is a serious question. Jesus says, these are, these are God's words here. These aren't Paul's words. These are God's words. This is why he's given the word of God so that we can get to it, we can understand it, we can grow from it. In order for the body of Christ to be edified, the church must grow spiritually. And in growing spiritually, the church must be involved in ministry and serving. Now, I'm not sure if you caught this or not, but did you notice in verse number 12, guess who is not mentioned here? Do you notice who was not mentioned in verse number 12? Somebody tell me, who was not mentioned in verse number 12? The pastor. You know, we think it's the pastor's job to do everything. Now, I'm glad that many of our folks don't believe that, but I'm telling you, in a lot of churches around America and around the world today, it's the pastor's job is to do everything. Wait a minute, the pastor's not mentioned in verse number 12. Guess who's mentioned? The saints. How many, this is a dangerous question to ask. How many of you are saints? <laughs> it's a dangerous question. It's a dangerous question. Right? Biblically speaking, not what does your neighbor think of you, or not what do you think of your children, <laughs> little demons. <laughs> but if you're saved, if you're saved and you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, then God says you're a saint. You're a saint, right? <laughs> Lord, help us some. How many of you are saints? Raise your hand. If you know Christ is your Savior, raise your hand. There's nothing to be ashamed of, right? All right, keep your hand up. Ah, I didn't say put it down yet. Keep your hand up. All right, so watch this. Verse number 12, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That means if your hand's up, if you're a saint, verse number 12 all applies to you. You can put your hands down now. You're like, thank you. See, it all applies to the body of Christ. Every one of us should desire for the church to be edified. Every one of us should want the strongest church possible. But the only way that we have a strong church is if we have strong members that are doing the work of the ministry that leads to the edifying of the body of Christ. We all together tonight? Right? I know if some of you may be watching via live stream, I'm counting on you too, right? Yeah, just because you're at home doesn't mean you're excluded from this, okay? Um, it's, it's, part, it's all of us, right? If, if you call First Baptist Church, if this is your church, then your goal, my goal, is that the body of Christ should be edified and strengthened and encouraged and grow stronger.
but it only happens when the saints are perfected, when we're growing spiritually. It only happens when the work of the ministry is being done by the body of Christ, that the edification of the body of Christ is able to be done. Right? So what I'd like, to, I'd like for you to do now, I just wanted to make sure we're all on the same page this evening, because I don't want to think that, I don't want anybody to think, well, you know, um, you know I'm, I'm not one of the leaders, or I'm not, you know, I don't teach a Sunday school class, so I'm excluded from all of this. No, 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 no. If you're a saint, you're involved in this just as much as anybody else is, right? If you call First Baptist Church your church home, this is, this is all about you, right? This is about us edifying the body of Christ. So what I'd like, if I could get our ministry leaders to go ahead and come up at this time, and uh, I've got a couple young men who are going to help me take this pulpit down. Carefully. Be strong. <laughs> oh, there went, there went the batteries. That's all right. All right, you guys can just kind of have a seat up here. There are no assigned seats, but three of them do have a hot button on them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, if you have your card, I want you to keep your card out because we're going to be going through. Uh, we're going to be going through some of these things and. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about a few of these things, um, and as we're going through them, if, uh, if you have uh, a question about one of them, you're like, hey, I'd, you know, I'd like to know a little bit more information about how this works or, or what this does or whatever, um, these are the guys to ask. These are the guys kind of heading up uh, these different ministries, and I'll have them talk a little bit about, more about what they do. Obviously, these, and may I just say, these are not, these are not the only ones involved in the ministries, okay? Um, I really thought, I was talking to one of the guys that said, what, what, what do you think if we had the wives come up here too? I said, do you think they'd kill me? They said, they might, but, you know, they'd get over it eventually. But so, um, they can only kill me once. That's true, right? Yes. But I'd rather live longer, so we're not going to make the wives come up here. Um, I, didn't even hear, I didn't even hear a thank you from the wives or anything like that, you know? Um, um, so... Again, on, on the paper here, there's different ministries, and uh, we're going to go through some of these here, but I just want to kind of have, um, that we've got enough kind of mics to go around, you can kind of share kind of the mics and things, but um, just kind of introduce yourself and kind of what ministry you're, you're working with there. We'll start over there. Uh, I'm, yeah. We have them all on? Can you hear him? I don't think he's on. Is it green? <laughs> hello, hello. Okay. All right. Uh, Jay Nichols, and I work with children's ministry, uh, mainly with the Sunday school, um, but all around with all the children's ministry. My name is Andy Coon, and we do the Super Church, also kind of like the. It's uh, sort of like uh, our um, children's church. Greg Oiler, my wife and I. Is it on? Hold on. Make sure all the mics are on. There we go. All right, try again. I'm Greg Euler. My wife and I take care of Master Club. My name is Jake Nels. Uh, my wife and I um, lead the teen ministry, and we enjoy working with them. I am Paul. Is it on? It's yeah. on. Okay. Yeah. I, 
Thanks. That's what we sure. I'm Paul Lambert. It's hard I to hear up here because there's no there's no speaker up here. So with the bus ministry, and then also help with checking. Chicken. 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 <laughs> he makes sure we have all the chicken that we need whenever we have a meal. <laughs> I'm Joel McIntyre, and uh, representing ushers and greeters in particular tonight. Yep, I'm Brad Riley. I represent the safety team that we have here. My name is Shane Stensis, and I head up the media ministry, so the sound room, the live stream, graphics, et cetera, et cetera, and then the music and choir ministry as well. All right, um, so these are some of our ministry leaders here, and again, obviously, uh, wives are involved and other people are involved as well in some of these different ministries uh, that are there. Um, but I'm just going to kind of read through some of these, and uh, I'll just kind of give them an opportunity. We have a couple questions that I'm going to ask them uh, kind of to answer about their ministries, and um, again, we don't have all night, so just kind of be as, as brief as possible, right? Um, not my brief. Real brief, okay? <laughs> All right. Um, so let's, um, let's see. Let's start. We're gonna, we've got the children's ministry at the top here, and the first one says uh, Super Church. So let's just start with uh, Brother Andy. And uh, Brother Andy, you're head of the Super Church, and um, how long have you been uh, kind of involved in the Super Church ministry? Uh, this will be our third year. Third year? Yep. You've been at the church, though, for how long? Probably about... Um, getting close to five. Okay, so been here at the church five years, heading up the super church ministry for about uh, three years there. That's great. Um, is there a third? I heard that there might be some type of a promotion for super church. Oh yeah, there's going to be a little video. Okay, do yeah. we want to do that now? Yeah, that's okay. Fine. I think they have a little promotion for for super church. So let's show the super church promo. Mr. SpaghettiOs, are you going to come out and say hi? Not coming out, I'm too shy. Mr. SpaghettiOs, we've been through this before. You're not shy. Okay, I'll come out and say hi. I'm Mr. SpaghettiOs. Not Cheerios, not ravioli, just Mr. SpaghettiOs. That's quite the introduction for being shy. Well, I thought I'd come out and rescue you. Rescue me? I don't need rescued. We're here to tell everybody how they can help with Super Church. And we love Super Church. We love teaching the Bible stories, learning the Bible verses, singing songs together, playing games. Mr. SpaghettiOs, we don't need rescued. We just need help. So what is it that you think I need rescued from? Well, I'll tell you, you talk too much. Ha! You're a good one to talk, Mr. SpaghettiOs. I think that's like the pot calling the kettle black. Can I tell you something? Oh, I think you're going to whether I tell you to or not. Yeah, well, there once was a wise old owl who lived in an oak. The more he saw, the less he stoke. The less he spoke, the more he heard. Oh, can't you do like that, please, old bird? That is enough. You better get back in that can. I am. I'm too shy to come out and not talking anymore. Well, that's good. 
<laughs> wow, that was that was very good. Very good. Amen. That's great. And uh, if you if you weren't aware, that is uh, Brother Andy Cood's wife, Miss Leslie. There. Um, I'm not sure where Spaghettios came from, but um, that's great. Um, well, Andy, tell me, what is, what is one of the greatest benefits that you've seen working in the Super Church ministry? Well, we get to see the young children uh, learn and grow, and we get to see them um, participate and learn, learn things about Jesus. And, you know, it's one of the things that we constantly are, are pushing to be little children towards Jesus. And um, that's, a, that's a privilege and an honor. Amen. And of course, if you're not sure, if you're not aware, Super Church is during our 10:30 uh, morning service. And uh, so, while everybody is in here in the auditorium, uh, Super Church is going on in the other classrooms uh, from basically from preschool up through fourth grade. And uh, so, they're teaching the young people back there, and uh, we appreciate uh, them teaching them. Um, anything you'd like to say about Super Church, or uh, any help, any areas of help and things that you guys would need there? Yeah. Um, well. You know, we, we do a little bit of everything in Super Church. We do uh, songs, games, skits, Bible lessons. Um, we, we, have, uh, three, we have three different classes. They each have a full-time teacher. Spring, um, well, I guess it would be fall, winter, and spring. But there are opportunities if you would like for maybe substitution or even for uh, maybe doing some stuff in the summertime. And... Um, we also have maybe a need for uh, maybe a, la- some, a lady to be sitting in the beginning of the class with my wife uh, while I'm in choir. Uh, that would be helpful if mm-hmm. anybody would like to do something like that. If you guys have any, uh, a ga- if someone has a, an idea for a game or an activity, um, always come and, and we'd be open to hear. And if you'd like to share that with us or if you'd like to offer to participate in something like that, we're always open. Amen. Very good. And uh, they do a great job uh, there in the Super Church. Um, next on here is Sunday School. Brother Jay, how long have you been uh, kind of heading up the, the Sunday School? Uh, a little over nine years. Okay. And uh, Brother Jay's been working with the Sunday School for about nine years. And that is basically, uh, again, basically kind of from preschool, kindergarten up through the sixth grade. And uh, they teach the fourth, fifth, and sixth graders uh, as well. Um, so, again, what would be one of the benefits of, of encouraging somebody to work in the Sunday school, Sunday school ministry? Uh, I'll just give a, a brief testimony. Um, with teaching kids, it, it's not something I wanted to do. Uh, I cannot be honest. When we went through discipleship with pastor, and I believe we were walking, knocking door to door, typical pastor fashion, he kind of hoodwinked me. Uh, and said, hey, I I got this need. Would you be willing to help? Uh, And I'd already told him about how I felt God was calling me to preach. I was like, well, that's not really the right direction that I'm teaching kids. Um, But I can tell you, it is is such a privilege, and you will learn so much more than you could ever imagine teaching kids. Um, And and they will put you on the spot. Uh, I will say the biggest benefit for me is uh, these young kids, they will come up with questions, and you're like, well, I don't know. I will have to figure that out, you know. Um, but to be able to see, see their growth, once again, it's just, uh, I mean, from the time that they move into my class to the time they leave to get, go to the teens, the spiritual growth that these kids have, it, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to put a lot of us to shame if we continue to do what we're doing as far as where we're at in our walk compared to where they can be. So, Does it make you feel old that some that were in your class are now graduated from high school and, like, 
becoming adults now? Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. So. I'd, I'd like to say I had more hair back then, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, how could somebody be involved in Sunday school? Where are some needs that we would need in Sunday school? So we, we have a great crew of, of Sunday school teachers, but the fact of the matter is, is life happens. Um, you know, somebody might be sick one morning or something like that. And we need substitutes that are willing to jump in there. And with the way we have classes set up, it'd be great if we could have, it doesn't have to be, but it'd be great if we could have some husband and wife teams that would say, you know what, I'll take a Sunday. If, if somebody can't be there or whatever, I'll jump in there and I'll help out. I'll teach a lesson. Um, the lessons that we have, they're, they're very basic. The, everything's spelled out for you in the curriculum. Um, you could literally, um, we don't suggest it, but you could literally come in that morning and look over it for about five minutes and be able to teach a lesson. We're, I mean, this is not a theological mm -hmm. discussion here. Sure. It's, it's just teaching kids. Yeah. And, um, and this we, is where, you know, we were talking about, you know, Christians being mature in the faith. Hey, if, if you're mature in the faith and you're able to, to bring a lesson, anybody can do that, you know, to these kids. You don't have to go deep into theology, but man, you can, anybody can tell a Bible story, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we really, we really need help with that. Um, especially just, you know, once again, I mean, life happens and uh, a lot of a lot of Sunday mornings, we'll, we'll get a phone call or a text saying, "Hey, you know, I can't be there" or something like that. Uh, and then it kind of puts us in a bind, uh, me and my wife, because we're trying to get stuff ready to be here and be here for our class, and then we're we're scrambling around trying to find teachers for that as mm -hmm. well. Um, so if we could have some people that would step up and say, "You know what, yeah. I I can't do it every week, but if you ever needed me, I could fill in for a week." All right. Mm -hmm. Or if we had some people that uh, once again, th these are kids, uh, they get tired of seeing my ugly face all the time. Uh, <laughs> If we could have some people to say, you know what, I, I can't teach a whole lesson, but I would be willing to come in. I'll sing a song. They don't want to hear me sing. I can tell you, they do not want to hear me sing. Uh, but if you'd be willing to come in and just sing a song with them, mm -hmm. uh, we could always use that kind of help, too. Yeah. Now, as we're going through these, I want you to make sure that as we're going through these, right, we've just gone through the first two. If you say, hey, I could do that, write it down there right now. Just write it down. Say, hey, I could, I could do one week. You know, My wife and I or my husband and I or whatever, hey, we could do one week. Just write it down right now so you don't forget, okay? Um, and that way when you turn it in, you've already got it written down. You're not trying to go back, oh, what was that one that I wanted to do? Whether it's in Super Church, whether it's in Sunday school, whatever it might be, um, write that down on there. And the other thing is, especially once we get all of the classrooms that, that we're going to be having, um, obviously even some of the classrooms that we have just since we've been here are already growing. And, um, you know, we might even be having to look into breaking off, you know, classes and uh, in age groups and things. And so we, there will be a need for even um, some other teachers and things in the future uh, on more like the, a permanent basis and things. So um, that's that's a need definitely as well. So if you could say, hey, I could do it permanently or I could do it one one time, you know, one week, you know, I could I could do that. Write it on the paper right there. Right. Uh, very good. Um, next on here is Master Clubs. Brother Greg. Did you guys just kind of all sit in there because you knew you were all going to be at the beginning? I'm not sure how you did that, but it's good. All right. So how long have you been working with Master Club? Uh, going on eight years. Or this is our eighth, eighth season. Eighth? eighth uh, this is your eighth year yep. as a Master Club? All right. Very good. And um, what would you say is the greatest benefit that you've seen in working with the Master Clubs and that would encourage somebody else to say, hey, uh, I want to work with Master Clubs, which are on Wednesday nights. Um, the Wednesday nights, they have Master Clubs uh, again, from kindergarten through sixth grade. And uh, the, like, like this Wednesday night, they'll be getting badges and things like that for the stuff that they've done. But Well, Master Club, the design of Master Club is what we call discipleship for children. And un unlike maybe Sunday school and uh, super church, it's, it's, it's for the, the ones that are maybe giving a little bit more effort than, than others. Maybe I don't know if I'm saying that quite right, but they 
or in discipleship, and most of you have probably went through that and know what that's about. For, for me personally, to teach it, you have to know it in, in some fashion or form, but it's also helping me personally and my wife to, to, to put in practice what we teach these kids is to have a personal relationship with the Lord and to, and to be diligent and faithful in our, in our Bible reason and in our, in our coming at church attendance. And uh, Hopefully we can set an example uh, for the church family, but also for these kids, knowing that uh, this is her church as well, just their parents. So what would you say would be a need for in Master Club or anything? Um, Master Club is broken up into different segments and within each classroom where you have a, an element of teaching and you have an element of fun. Uh, then then we, um, we have rally times and, and fun times and, and, and serious times. And so each, each element has, a, has an opportunity for someone to come in uh, just for a part and come in and just do one element or to come in and, and be responsible for a class. But to, to, to say to start with, if someone be willing, is to, is to say I, I would take that part. I, I would be able to... You know, I'd be able to come in and, and teach the verse and, and, do, and do that or just say, I, I, will, I will come in and, and lead or be part of the, the fun time for the kids. Um, there, there's different places that maybe someone can come in and, and do a slow start, if I can say it that way. Mm-hmm. Instead of coming in and being responsible for the whole thing right away, you can come in and just be a part, learn how it is, and, 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 and maybe and grow into that. Right, yeah, amen, very good. Um, and, of course, also under children's ministry is um, a spot that says, it says special needs. Uh, we have several families in the church that have special needs kids, and uh, they take a little bit more uh, with somebody to be kind of be one-on-one with them. And uh, we're trying to get a good group of folks, uh, specifically uh, ladies, because a couple of them are young ladies, and specifically some ladies that would be willing to say, hey, you know, maybe a week uh, I could do that and come in and help them in the class if they're there. Um, and if we had a good group of ladies that, you know, we could do it on a rotating basis uh, to be able to help them, um, that, would be, that would be a huge blessing there. And so if you're a lady, you could say, hey, I could, I could sit with them, try to help them a little bit while they're in class. Uh, you could just mark that on there. And again, obviously, the more we have uh, on a rotation basis, uh, you might just be in there, you know, once every two months or something. And, um, but uh, it, that is a, that's an important need that we have. Um, again, we have several families uh, that have special needs kids, and we want to be able to make them feel a part, uh, as much a part as possible um, in, in the classes and things, and so it really is a blessing to the families, and, uh, and so if you're interested in that. Um, before we move out of the children's ministry, does anybody have a question or anything, uh, specifically maybe for these three guys dealing with children's ministries? Anybody have any questions? Yeah, Miss Anita. Right, yeah, helpers in the class. Right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so obviously there are needs for substitute teachers, but also just people to be helping in the class, just to be helpers. Um, again, kind of whether it's crowd control or whatever it might be, but just to, to be helpers there in the class as well. Yeah. All right. Anybody else? Yeah, Miss Emily. Yes, please. If you're already serving in that area, please go ahead and mark it on there. Um, and that way we know that you're at least wanting to continue serving in that area. And if you don't mark it and you're serving in that area, we're going to mark it for you anyway. Um, so I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, if you're already serving in that area and you're continuing to serve there, please go ahead and mark that anyway, even though you're already in that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Then we have our teens. Little Jake. So my wife and I have been working with the teens, I, I'm not exactly sure, I think nine or ten years. Um, really? I been, thought it was like 25 or something. <laughs> it feels like yeah, it, trust know, me. Right? No, yeah. no we, we, give, we give the teens a hard time, and they deserve it, but um, it's, we, have a, we have a great time with them. Um, I guess 
jumping ahead a little bit, but okay. as far as some of the benefits of working with them, um, seeing them come in out of the junior class and watching them grow and mature, and then we've had several graduate, and watching their lives draw closer to, to the Lord, um, I think, you know, many of you have expressed to, to us that how, what a blessing the teenagers are to you guys, and we get to be a part of just, just working with them, and um, it is such a blessing. Um, you know, again, we, we all joke about how, how hard they are to work with and everything, but, but they, they, it is incredible to see what God's doing with them and how they're um, wanting to serve the Lord, and um, it's an absolute blessing to work with them. So why would you encourage somebody to be a part of a ministry working with teens? For those reasons, to see those benefits. And, and we have a blast, too. We have a really good time. Um, maybe, maybe more than we should at times, right? Um, but we, we have a really good time. And, and one of the biggest needs that we have, being in a, a bigger building like we are now, uh, we, do, we do like 12, at least 12 activities a year. Um, so every month we're doing a, a teen activity. Some of those activities are going to be off campus. We're going to go to um, camp and um, overnights at Hoosier Hills and different things. But when we're here, now that we have a bigger building, we need people to kind of um, watch the halls. We need people, honestly, just kind of crowd control. Um, and that'd be a good, good opportunity to come and, and, you know, see what goes on and, and um, see, you know, see what, what takes place at some of these activities. And because uh, we, we have, you know, we, we have to be able to watch all parts of the building. Um, before, it was just the little fellowship hall, you know, out, out back and, um, it wasn't a big deal, but now that's one of the biggest needs that we have. Yeah, amen. Very good. So again, if you can, if you could be a part of that, you know, say, hey, I don't know if I could be there every week, but hey, when you have an activity here at the church, you know, hey, I could, I could be an extra set of eyes or something like that, or uh, be a part of uh, of the teen uh, class or whatever, and be involved there. Uh, write that down on there, right? Um, media, audio, video, video. That'd be you. So the audio video side is uh, it's an interesting ministry. If if uh, if you don't like being around people, um, <laughs> you can. Uh, <laughs> no. So, wow, so what a way to introduce. If you don't like being around people, come see me. You know. Wow, that's never heard that one before. No. So the the the, the media side of 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 the. Um, of the church, if, if, if you can think of it this way, you're, you're the eyes and ears for people who are not able to, or, you know, maybe they're, uh, you know, visiting our church, you're, you're going to be the one of the first things that, that they experience or that they see or that they hear. Um, and so Hold that thought real quick. Second. How many of you ever had to watch the service on live stream? Raise your hand. So, <laughs> oh yeah, COVID. That's right. Um, <laughs> So you know how important that is. Amen. You understand how important that is to be able to watch the service online if you're not able to be here, right? So you, you know how important what he's talking about. You're, you're the eyes and ears. Those guys up in the sound booth and things, they're the eyes and ears of everybody that's sitting at home right now, right? Sorry, go ahead. Um, so as, as far as the need, um, it's just people who are willing to, 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 to be back there. Um, you might you might walk up into the sound room and think, okay, that's a lot of buttons, that's a lot of switches. Um, it it really is not that difficult once you learn you know a couple couple key things. And so as long as you can you know pay attention um, to what's going on during the service, uh, you know if you're the cameraman, making sure that when pastors get, gets excited while he's preaching, uh, you know one second he's here, the next second he's over there. And so 
Um, as long as you can keep up with with the pace uh, with the pace of the service, um, that's that that's that's really that's really all there is to it. Um, and so I just need more, you know, j just just like all the other ministry leaders, I just need more bodies. That way I can put more people in rotation. Um, I've got a great, great set of guys right now who, who do an excellent, excellent job. Um, but I would like just, just like, just like how we have the, um, the cleaning schedule. Um, I would like more, more bodies in there that way, you know, someone's not back there every other service or every third service or what have you. So, uh, the more, more people, the better. And, uh, they, I, I, I give them a hard time, but, uh, we do have a lot of fun back there in that upper room. Uh, so don't, 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 don't let, don't let. We're going to put a camera the, in the, the upper room. <laughs> Your son says no, and, so that's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there are some teenagers. Some of the teenagers help up there as well and things. But obviously, uh, you know, we need men to be willing to help and things up there as well. Um, since we're here uh, on you, why don't you maybe talk a little bit about um, choir? Yeah, so um, just kind of the, the exact opposite. Um, if you don't like being in front of people... Um, don't come see you've him. Got no. the, <laughs> you've got the media, media side of things. But um, no, if, if, if you have a desire or, or if, you, if you love singing or maybe if you're just wanting to learn how to sing, uh, singing in a group is, is the perfect opportunity to do that. Um, you, know, you might say, well, I, I, I don't think I can sing, but, but I want to give it a shot. Fine. You know, come come you know, practice for a couple weeks. Just because you come uh, once doesn't mean you're locked in you know, for a 10-year contract. Um, although I, I think with some of my choir members, they think that's the case. Um, but, uh, but no, just come and learn. Um, you know, we, 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 we have practice every, every Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, at five o'clock. Um, and then we have a little pre-practice before the morning service, but, um, no, just, just come and ha having a desire to, to, to learn music, to, to sing for the honor and glory of God. And um, I, I tell my choir members almost almost every week, you know, we, we sing so that we can be a blessing and encouragement to someone else. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a one-man show. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're singing as a group. We're singing, we're singing as a body. And so if you feel like, you know, I, you know, I, I can't stand and, and, and sing in front of people, don't worry. You're not the only one that's up there. So chances are people aren't looking at you the entire time, okay, um, unless you're wearing one of Brother Jay's interesting ties, but he doesn't work in the choir anymore. So uh, <laughs> not for that reason, but that's, that'd be and, the choir. Uh, yeah, and, you know, the choir, man, they, they sound so good. And uh, this morning sounded really good. I, I said this morning, I can't wait till we get across the hall in the auditorium and uh, be able to hear them and, uh, and sing and things. So that's, that's great. Um, then we have nursery. Um, of course, the nursery is headed up by Miss um, Janet Tabor, uh, and my wife helps with that as well. Um, obviously, you know, for some reason, ladies don't like to get up in front of people and talk. And so basically, uh, what I was told to say is, please help in the nursery. <laughs> um, so any, any ladies that would be able to, obviously, uh, again, the more, and here's the thing, the more people that we have involved in ministries, um, and I don't want to say it like this, but the less you actually have to end up doing it. Um, when there's more people involved, then that means the rotation is longer, and so it's a longer period of time before maybe you have to do it in things. And so, of course, the fewer there are, the more we're having to do it often, more often, and, and all the time. And so, uh, obviously, we want as many people as there and possible. Um, now, again, if, if you just absolutely hate kids, you just say, I can't stand them. I mean, every time I look at a kid, I just want to throw up, you know? I mean, if that's who you are... 
then we really want you in the nursery. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, we understand that there are some people that just, you know, I'm just not good with kids, right? Uh, and we, we understand that. But if you're able to, we, we really do need help uh, in the nursery with the ladies and things like that. Um, obviously, with, with all the young people, the kids and the, the nursery side and in the preschool side uh, as well. Um, me, yes. Who said that? Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. NM means if you are not a member, then those are, if those are things that you can be involved in. Uh, obviously, only members are able to be teaching in classes and things like that. Uh, but we have folks that are working on becoming members and things, and they want to be involved uh, as well. And so there are things that they can be involved in. So that's what the NM stands for. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Appreciate that. Okay. Um, any, anybody have any questions for Brother Shane as far as media, audio, video, uh, choir, anything like that? Either you're going to see him or you're not going to see him, one way or the other, right? You know? So, all right. Um, obviously, maintenance, uh, that's just things around the church. Uh, when we need stuff done, you know, maybe we need halls painted or classroom painted or, uh, you know, something outside needs to be done. If, if you just like to kind of be a hands-on type of a person and you like to help fix things or tear things apart or uh, whatever, you know, that's where maintenance would come in. Uh, church cleaning, uh, again, we're trying to, we did something a little bit different this year. Uh, we're trying to do it like as a, as a team, uh, have a monthly team of church cleaning. Um, and so we have different groups set up uh, that you can come in as a team together. And right now it's, it's, not, too, it's not too difficult because uh, we don't have all the classrooms. Um, and then L&M still does some of the cleaning in the bathrooms and things like that uh, on Fridays uh, after they're done. Um, but again, obviously the more people we have involved in that, uh, and again, that's just going around. It's helping to clean the bathrooms, uh, making sure the chairs and things are organized, just picking up any type of trash, emptying trash cans, things like that. So, uh, not, not a, not a difficult, not strenuous or anything like that. Um, but again, the more people that we have, uh, on that, uh, you know, the faster it's able to get done and things, uh, greeters and ushers. I'm going to, Brother Joel, I'm going to turn that over to you. Greeters and ushers. If any of you have ever visited a new church for the first time, mm -hmm. uh, which is probably most of us, uh, many churches say that they uh, love people and that they want to welcome people uh, to a church, but um, greeters show that to people when they come to a church for the first time. And uh, unless you crawl through a basement window, I think you've probably experienced a greeter as you've come to First Baptist Church and uh, felt felt welcome and felt thought about. So uh, Jeff Garland coordinates most of the greeter schedules and all of that, but I would strongly encourage if you're a couple or an older teenager or uh, a single or whatever you may be, and especially if you're newer to the church, uh, I really encourage you to, to check that off because if you're newer to the church, you know more than anyone else mm -hmm. how important it is yeah. to, to greet people and open the door for them. Uh, you can have a little name tag that you wear so someone will know your name and they'll at least know two people's name uh, when they come to the church. And uh, you're going to get to know people and, and it's just going to be a great opportunity. So if you don't check anything else off, I'd encourage you to check that one off. Um, Here, here's the requirement to be a greeter. Are you ready? That, that's it. That's that's your requirement to be a greeter, just be able to smile. And I know you can open a door, right? So just <laughs> smile and open the door and say, welcome to First Baptist Church. 
we're so glad you're here, you know? It's pretty, pretty simple, right? Yeah, open the door, try not to hit anyone in the nose at the wrong time, but other than that, um, if you can come a little early and wear a name tag, and you can coordinate with myself or Brother Jeff, and, uh, but definitely uh, you can be a part of that, and it can be couples, it can be all sorts of different combinations, and really everyone in the church can be a greeter, mm -hmm. but it's good to have a few people there stationed at the doors early every Sunday, every service, so that um, nobody comes in without someone saying hello and helping them get to where uh, they need to get to. And then ushers, uh, it helps if you're a male to be an usher, but I'd encourage all men to think about that as well. Um, ushering is really a critical component of everything that, that happens at every service. It, it's important for welcoming people and coordinating things. It's also a, a safety component, which um, we might talk about later, but um, this morning, uh, as the church began to fill up, and I don't know where you were in the service this morning, but ushers were quickly grabbing extra chairs and putting them out and looking where empty seats are and helping people get seats, um, coordinating a lot of different things that just need to happen if, you know, if there needs to be uh, the greeter cards out or um, uh, batteries or just any needs that come up. If someone has a health event, if there was ever a fire, um, <clears throat> different things like that. It's really important that there's a lot of men who are, know how to coordinate with each other. It's a great way to get to know other men in the church. Um, and so that's a really important ministry to be a part of. And, and we'd welcome all men who uh, can be members to be a part of that with the offering and all of that as well. Yeah, a lot of times people think just the ushers are just the guys that take up the offering and things, but uh, they do a whole lot more in the back and uh, getting things organized and getting set up, taken down, things like that. Um, you know, making sure the visitor's cards and things like that are given out and things. So uh, both of those, both the greeters and the ushers are, are super important. And um, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've been to a church where nobody's ever greeted you. Hopefully that was never First Baptist Church, but I know, you know, you go to churches and nobody ever says anything to you. Um, that's, that's not what we want, right? We want everybody to be welcomed. We want everybody to have somebody to talk to them and let them know that they're welcome here and we want them here. And so uh, those are both two very important uh, ministries there. Um, the LifeWise ministry is a public school ministry that um, is being done here um, in the public schools. Uh, it's done on Thursdays, and uh, they go in uh, after school hours and are able to teach uh, the Bible and uh, teach character and things like this uh, to the kids. And so if that's something that uh, you'd be interested in doing, uh, our church does not... Um, uh, it's not something. It's not a thing that our church started. Lifewise is a thing throughout the United States. Um, I think there's about, uh, if I'm not mistaken, close to 500. I think it's about 500 uh, schools that now do Lifewise uh, Academy, and where people go in and they can. Um, uh, it's mostly done through churches, uh, but they go in and they have people that are willing to teach uh, and help, and uh, they bring in kids that are willing to to come in through the through the public school system and uh, teach them the Bible and different character lessons and things. And so it's a really, really neat opportunity. And so if you're interested in that, you can mark that. You can see me about it. I can uh, talk to you more about it. Um, there's also the follow-up ministry. Uh, that's just kind of if we need people to be followed up on, maybe visitors or something like that, or somebody we uh, need to be checked on, maybe somebody's sick and we say, hey, could you go by and just check on this person or whatever. Uh, that's kind of the follow-up ministry. Uh, the shut-in ministry, uh, kind of similar to that um, when we have folks that um, you know, aren't um, 
we don't have a lot of elderly that aren't able to come to church. We do have a couple, um, but uh, just checking up on them and, uh, you know, taking something by to them if they need to or need something. Uh, uh, so if you're interested in the shut-in ministry, uh, the bus ministry, Paul, I'll kind of turn this over to you with the bus ministry. Um, how long have you been involved in the bus ministry? How old are you? <laughs> don't answer that. No. Yeah, I, uh, as long I, as I can remember, Paul's been involved in bus ministry. I'm going to back up and say it's it's such a blessing. I, I grew up here in the church, and to see the growth, to see the um, where everything's going, it's it's good to see, and it's praise the Lord for. Um, as for the bus ministry, we got married in '08, came back here at the fall, and came in. So '08 to whatever year this is. Um, <laughs> that, I'll let you do the math. Um, but it's, it could be a challenging ministry and a rewarding ministry. Um, some of the teachers can t t say that it's the challenging and others could say that it's rewarding. Um, and now I have more so here recently, I have people that comes to me, Are you still working with the bus ministry? Yeah. I used to go to church there, and they would ask for a, Sunday, a teacher that they remembered, a teacher that made an impact on their life. And, you know, I tell them, yes, sir, you know, they moved to another church, or they're their pastor at another church. I mean, they moved on. And so they're like, and then I'm like, come back and visit. And they're like, we'll have to at some point. But the best ministry is an opportunity where we go out and we pick kids and adults. We have some adults that don't have vehicles that can drive. We'll bring them in as well. Um, and we'll bring them in here to church so they can hear the gospel. Some that are not saved and some that are coming to grow. Mm -hmm. And so it's a rewarding experience in that to be part of it. Um, right now we do have just a few that are coming. And so we don't always have to go out. But when we do, it's, it's where we need help at. Um, right now it's pretty much my family that helps me with it. Um, so we need help in that aspect. People to go along to help with kids. You know, kids can start acting crazy, can start talking about things. And so we need someone that can help sing songs. You know, how many of those Jesus loves me? Mm -hmm. yep. It's easy as that. And I mean, you think, of it, you think of the songs that we can sing, but at the same time, how many of us was kids? <laughs> Everybody's hands would be up. That's, that's all you've got to be. I know Pastor likes to do it here at the pulpit very well. <laughs> but at the same time, that's what we want the kids. We want them to have fun. We want them to come back because that what's, what, that's what they remember. And just like in the classroom when you need crowd control, especially when you're on a, in a vehicle, um, obviously kids just can't be going wild on a vehicle. You need adults that are there to be able to crowd control, keep them in their seats, keep them occupied and things like that until they get to the church or until they get back home and are dropped off and things. So... Um, yeah, important need there. Mm -hmm. uh, another need um, that was very present to me this past year is that we need an, I need another driver that can help at times. Uh, this past year I had a surgery and it put me out for a couple weeks and I just had the text parent say we don't have anybody to drive and pick them up. So that we have a need to need another driver um, and then to help with crowd control on the bus or van. Mm-hmm. 
Why don't you go ahead and say a little bit about the check-in. The check-in ministry is kind of towards the bottom there, but just kind of take a minute and talk about the check-in ministry there. Um, don't laugh at him. Just, you know. <laughs> well, you say all the time it's a different view from up here it than is. it is back I'm there. T- it is, yep. Does everybody know how their hair looks today? <laughs> because Paul knows how your hair looks. Because every Sunday he's back here looking at the backs of your heads, trying to figure out who you are. <laughs> yeah, so it, it is. It is a very fun and and uh, I'm trying to remember the word. Uh, you know, you're you're shy of people. That's fine. You don't want don't really want to talk to people. You're not a people person. That's fine. There's still a need there. Hi, my name is Paul Lambert. What's your name? Make you a note. I promise you, that's why I carry this. Um, because I don't have a good memory. And there's times that we help with um, taking pictures and stuff helps a picture mind. Um, there's so many ways we could do it with check-in. Um, and it's, it's a closed system to where nobody outside the church can get into it. Um, and they could, Pastor or Brother Shane can tell you more on how to do that when they talk on the um, uh, church directory right. side there mm-hmm. on the front side. Because yeah. um, we, yeah, we take attendance in, in every service, and so um, right now Paul is basically the only one that does it in the auditorium here. And so um, just like teachers take attendance in all the classes and things, um, it'd be great to have somebody other than just Paul that's the only one always taking attendance and marking who's here and who's not and things. And so um, that would definitely be... Uh, and again, you know, a lot of times it's checking in by the face, you know, who's that person, who's that person, and many times Paul's had to come to me and say, hey, do you remember this, this person that sat on your right, halfway back on the middle section, and I'm like, you have a picture? He's like, of the back of their head. <laughs> yes, it's a different um, view from back there than it is up here. Yeah. Um, and then, like, Brother Joel helps me on Sunday mornings, but Sunday school, he's got a class, Wednesday night, he's up here mm-hmm. for singing and stuff, yeah. so... There's definitely a need there. And then um, the 17th, this, uh, this February the 17th, I'm having uh, my reconstructive surgery. And so I don't know if I'll be here for a while. And so I'm like, you know, we're go- there's going to be a need there as well. Yep, very good. Um, of course, the orchestra, um, Brother, uh, Brother Joel, um, pl- of course, plays the trumpet. And at the other building, we had uh, a couple instruments that were being used uh, right here in this building right now, because we don't have a lot of mics and things, um, we have, uh, I think, a flute, maybe a guitar sometimes and things, but once we get into the, the new auditorium, we really want to have a, a good place uh, for orchestra, for trumpet, guitar, flute, whatever, and so if you play another instrument, you'd like to be there in, in the orchestra and things, uh, please mark that on there, and uh, we'll make sure Brother Joel gets that, and so he can talk to you about it. Um, it's, it's hard for us to do it in here right now. We just don't have the space uh, because we have an exit door right here, so we can't really put anything over on this side, and so uh, we just don't have a lot of room in here. But that, man, um, when they would get the orchestra, the, there was a couple trumpets and I think a trombone and the flutes and the guitars, and we had it over in the other building. Man, it just it added so much to the, to the service. And so if you, if you know how to play an instrument, uh, please uh, check that on there. Uh, of course, the choir safety team, um, Brother Brad, Kind of heads up our safety team here. You want to talk a little bit about that? It's a little. It's been a change being over in this building right now. Yeah, we're kind of in a transition right now from 
from the other church to here. Um, so there's a lot of changes going to be happening mm -hmm. with uh, cam new camera system right. and, and that kind of thing. We really, I mean, like Brother Josh is out there in the back. He kind of keeps an eye on things, kind of, we just kind of stroll down the hallways just to make sure everything's okay and uh, check the doors. Um, I mean, we do have shooting range that we're going <laughs> to... No. <laughs> No, but everybody's going to sign up now. Yeah, yeah. I want to be a part of that. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we got a good group of guys. We really do. Um, when we were doing the double services, it was a real challenge. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. For everybody, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, hopefully we can get things squared away. Uh, Josh is willing to help. Um, he's, he's got some background with, uh, uh, where he was before, uh, church-wise, on the safety team. And we've got some good guys that, that's got some good ideas. And uh, so, yeah, we're just... Right now, we're just using kind of one safety guy for each service. Uh, but once we get the whole, um, our camera system and things up, we really need a couple guys um, all at the same time, especially when we have our children's ministry. Because once we have full use of that wing, we will be using that one-door that's that's straight down the hallway and so we'll have to have somebody down there just making sure that everything is going well there at the same time here um, and so we will need a couple guys uh, during each service especially when we have children's ministries and things going on and as you said we have we have great guys but obviously again the more guys that we can have involved um, it's you know like like he said brother Josh is out there and you know his wife and family are in here and so we don't like to do that too much. We, we want you to have, be able to be with your family and sit with your wife and sit with your kids and things. And so uh, that's why the more guys that we have involved with it, the less you have to be out there, uh, you know, sitting in there. But at the same time, we do want to make sure that we keep, uh, you know, our building safe and things like that. It's just, again, it's, it's crazy. We wish we didn't live in, in this type of society where we even have to think about having a safety team. Um, but that's, that's just where we're at today. And you hear what happens on the news all the time. And you're like, well, that would never happen here. And I'm sure that's exactly what they said, too. Um, and so we just, we just want to take every precaution uh, and keeping people as safe as we can, um, as best as we can. And so if you're interested in being on the safety team, you know, uh, mark that. If you have questions yep. for Brother Brad, um, you know, make sure you talk to him about that. Um, and uh, that way, you know, obviously, the more guys we have involved with that, um, the better it is. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have the church event crew. Uh, that's basically when we have an event here, uh, and we, our church is really pretty good about that. We'll say, hey, we need the chairs taken down. We need tables put up. Um, and folks just jump in and, and help with that. And then uh, food preparation. Uh, some people just enjoy making food. If you really like to make food and uh, you enjoy that, um, put that on there. We have some ladies that kind of head up uh, with our kitchen and and preparation and food and things like that so you can put that on there um, and uh, that way when we have uh, an event or something and we need somebody we know exactly who to who to go to and then some of you may have this on there uh, some of the cards got printed without this on there some of them have it some of them don't but the very bottom um, is one that says pastor's prayer team um, if it's not on your card you can just write it there at the bottom um, but this is something we, we put in last year. Some people just say, you know, Pastor, I'm just not physically able to do some of these things. I'm not physically able to be on the safety team. I'm not physically able to teach a class or uh, to be on the bus ministry or something like that. But I still want to be involved. And, and obviously, we believe everybody... I wasn't talking to Siri, sorry. Um, 
we want everybody to be involved in, in some way or another. And, and I think this is probably one of the, the most important uh, things. Uh, obviously, they're all important. Uh, but pastor's prayer team uh, is, is this, and this is what I've asked. If you would be willing every Sunday morning and every Wednesday morning to pray for, for me specifically as the pastor, because I'm going to be preaching that day, uh, to pray uh, for me, to pray for the services, to pray for the message, to pray for the people that are going to be there uh, and the services, um, that's something that anybody can do. Um, now, again, if, if you're not going to do it, please, please don't mark it. Um, but if you say, man, every Sunday and every Wednesday, I will take time and pray uh, pray for you, Pastor. Pray for the message. Pray for the services, and and you'll do that. Uh, mark that. Be part of that of Pastor's prayer team there, uh, because really you don't know how much I need your prayers, and I I am so thankful for those that are on uh, that prayer team. That just I, I know they're going to be praying Sunday morning. They're going to be praying. Um, they're praying for the services Wednesday. They're going to be praying, and uh, that that is just such an encouragement to me. Uh, as the pastor, and, and I see God do, do things through that. Um, and so that's, that's something you can be a part of as, as well. Anybody have any other questions or anything for any of these guys uh, up here? Anybody have any other questions you'd like to ask them? Anybody? How about any adults? We'll have any adults ask questions, all right? I know kids can be like, am I going to get suckers in my class next Sunday? You know, no, we want, we we're going to let adults ask the questions, all right? Anybody have any other adults have any questions? All right. Any of you guys want to say anything else real quick? Anything? One last plea? You want to get on your hands and knees and beg or anything? or you know? I will say that one requirement I forgot to mention is we do background checks on every teacher. So that right. one of the requirements. Yeah. Uh, it was green. Obviously, I'm not on the audio media team. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Uh, but yeah, we, we do background checks on all of our teachers. So that would be yes. one requirement I forgot to mention that uh, if you wanted to help in any of our children's ministry, whether yeah. it be Sunday school, super church, master club, teens, teens nursery, bus ministry, whatever it is, uh, we do ask that you submit the paperwork so that we can do a background check so that everybody's background checked yeah. before we get them involved. And you say, well, don't you trust me? It's not that we don't trust you. It's just we want people to know that they're entrusting us with their kids and we want them to know that we take that very serious. And we want to make sure that everybody that's involved uh, has been background checked. You say, well, somebody could slip through. Yep, that's very true. Somebody could. But we're going to do everything we can uh, to make sure that your kids are safe uh, in any of the ministries that, that we have here uh, because we care about your kids. Uh, I know you care about them more, but we care about them too. And we want to make sure that, that everything uh, is, uh, is good. Um, and so I know some people say, and again, it's just kind of one of those things I wish... I wish we lived in a society where we didn't have to background check, uh, but we do. Um, and so anybody that works in any of our children's ministries, teen ministries, uh, nursery, uh, everybody gets background checked before they, uh, before they work in there. And so that we just, we want to know that, we want you to know we take it serious. Um, and, and we want to take care of your kids as you're uh, entrusting them to us, right? So yeah, thank you for remembering that, right? Anything else, guys, real quick? Just that with some of the different schedules, uh, it's great to have more people uh, be a part of the different ministries, and different people are in different multiple ministries, right. so we can be flexible to schedule things in such a way that it works for people, and you can also try the ministry uh, for a little bit or find out more about mm -hmm. it, and so if you do sign up for Greeter or Usher, 
um, we can really work with you on that. So I just right. encourage you to do that if you yeah. haven't. And if you if you sign up for something on here, again, like I'm not sure who said it, maybe it was Brother Shane, but if you sign up, don't feel like, okay, I'm signing up, now I'm, I'm committed to this for the rest of my life. No, no. If you sign up and we see you're not already part of this ministry, because these will be given to ministry leaders and they'll go through them. If you're not already part of the ministry, we're going to contact you and say, hey, what would you like to do? How would you like to be involved? Do you just want to kind of come in and try it? Do you want to teach a verse? Uh, do you want to do a song? How, how can we fit you in? So they're not just going to be like, oh, this person's never been in Sunday school before, so we're just going to give them a class all of their own with 50 kids. You know, We're not going to do that. Okay, uh, We're going to make sure that we, we contact you, find out what you would like to do, how you'd like to be a part of it, um, and then kind of gradually bring you into it. And it could be, just like Brother, Brother Joel said, just being a part of it, just coming in and seeing what goes on right? Um, I mean, we're in here every service, but most of us have never seen what goes on in some of these classrooms. Um, and so just say, hey, I'd, I'd just like to go back and see what goes on and see how maybe I could help um, in the classrooms. And so put that on there. And, uh, and then as we go through these, um, we'll, we'll take note of that and contact you about it. And then again, on the back, uh, thank you guys. You guys can go down if you like. On the back is the update contact info. Please uh, print clearly. And if you would, uh, fill that out. And um, uh, that, in case you've changed phone numbers or email addresses or address or whatever, um, you know, you say, well, I, I haven't, just fill it out anyway. That just helps us to make sure we have the most up-to-date information. Um, and then there's also, would you like to have access to our online church directory? Uh, that also has to do with like what Brother Paul was talking about, checking in, uh, everybody. And if you're not part of that, uh, we use a, uh, a group called Breeze. Uh, it's a church management software. And, uh, and you can actually, we can give you access so that you can see uh, who's on there. And we try to get pictures of people. That way you can say, oh, I, I'm trying to figure out who this person is. I see their face, but I'm not sure what their name is. And I know they've been coming for a while, and I'm just too embarrassed to go up and ask them their name, right? Anybody ever done that before? Okay. Well, that's where this comes in. You can go look at the, look at the name or look at the picture and be like, oh, that's, that's that person's name. Um, and then obviously you can put your status at FBC, whether you're a member um, or if you're interested in discipleshipping and, and becoming a member. And uh, so if you're a member there, you can just check that. If you say, hey, I, I'm interested in becoming a member, I'm interested in the discipleship program, check that as well. And then we can contact you and, and talk about the next steps forward uh, in that area. All right? Uh, again, we, we want to get everybody involved somewhere. Okay? Um, if, 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 you can, uh, if you can look at this right here with all of those uh, places to serve on there and say, I just cannot, there's no place on there for me to serve. If you can, if you can do that, come and see me after the service. I will find a place for you to serve. Okay? Um, just be like, well, there's nothing on there for me, so I'm just not going to. No, no, no. Uh, there's, there's a place for you to serve, right? Um, and we want everybody to be involved. Again, our desire should be the edification of the body of Christ that begins with the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. That's what this is, the work of the ministry for the edification of the body of Christ. And that should be our goal, right? Amen? Anybody have a quick question or anything before we dismiss tonight? Anybody have a quick question about any of the ministries or anything? Landon? Right, yeah, thanks for clarifying that. On the LifeWise, I believe you can be 15 and up to work in the LifeWise in the public school ministry there. Um, so anybody that's 15 and up can be a part of that. Right. All right, anybody else tonight? Any other questions? 
If you, if you have this filled out and you're ready to turn it in tonight, then as you're leaving, maybe we could just have like an offering plate by each door or something. And if you're, if you're ready to turn this in tonight, then just put it in the offering plate there um, as you're going out. If you say, hey, I'd like, to, I'd like to pray about this a little bit more. Uh, can I keep it till Wednesday or can I keep it till Sunday? Sure, absolutely. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, be praying about it, what you can do, where you can serve. And again, it's just, hey, I'm just, I just want to serve the Lord. Where can I serve? Uh, where can I be involved? Um, you're not doing this for me. You're not doing. You shouldn't be doing this for anybody else. This is done to please the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, and how we can serve Him. So, if you have any questions or anything about it, let me know, and uh, we'll try to help in any way. But think about it. If I mean, look look around. Just look at how many are here tonight. Just look at how many are here tonight. Think about if everybody here tonight was involved in some area. Think about how the church could be edified. Right. How, how much more could the church be edified if every person was involved in some area of ministry, some way of serving, right? And uh, more could be done for the cause of Christ. You say, Pastor, is, there, is it ever enough? Can I be very honest with you? The answer is no. It's never enough. Not until Jesus returns. Not until he returns. We have a job to do, folks. We have a job to do, and that's to reach people with the gospel. And it's never enough. It's never enough. We have to keep moving forward for Christ. We have to keep trying to reach more people because we don't know when Jesus is going to come. When Jesus comes, hey, job over, right? But until he comes, we have a great opportunity and a great responsibility, and we want to be involved as much as we can. And, and I understand you can't be involved in everything. I understand that. Please don't, don't check everything on here, okay? We don't want you to do that. We want you to really find some areas where you can really give your heart uh, and be involved in some of these things, all right? And so I hope you'll pray about that. And again, if you're ready to turn that in tonight, you can as you're leaving this evening, all right? Well, let's go ahead and stand together, and we'll be dismissed in a word of prayer. And uh, just thank the Lord for what he's done. Um, Brother Jay, would you dismiss us in prayer tonight, please?